Megillah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud Aleph, 111, the last of the Perak and the last of the Ein Bains. If you're keeping track, this is number 13 of 13. It says, Ein Bain Shiloh Liyushalayim. There's no difference between the halachas that apply are applied back in Shiloh for those 369 years to Yushalayim, those that apply in Yushalayim, in the first and second base of English as well as the third. Ella, with the following exceptions. First of all, when it comes to the consumption of Kachim Kalim and Maeser Sheni, Kachim Kalim is the less restricted sacrificial meats, um, which include the meat that comes from Meshlamim, as well as the Korban Pesach, etc., Maeser Bechor and uh, Toda as well. So those must be eaten within the walls of Jerusalem. Um, anywhere in the city of Yerushalayim. And the same goes for Meiser Ani, excuse me, Meiser Sheni, the second tithe which is brought to Yerushalayim um, from the produce that grew in years 1, 2, 4, and 5 of the Shemitah cycle and eaten over there. Again, must be eaten within the walls of Jerusalem. But Shiloh didn't have walls. And therefore, the defining parameters of where one is permitted to eat his Kachim Kalim and or his Meiser Sheni in and around Shiloh was Bechol HaRo'eh, anyone who was able to see the Mishkan itself. So with an eye shot of the Mishkan there at Shiloh, that would be sufficiently close to eat your Kachim Kalim and eat your Meister Sheni. Uvi Yushalayim, when it comes to Jerusalem, Lifnim Minachoma, you have to eat those things within the walls of Jerusalem that can't be taken out the walls of Yushalayim. The Kanvakan, but both here and there, meaning in Shiloh and Yushalayim, Kadshe Kadshim, when it comes to Kadshe Kadshim, this is the more intense sacrificial meats, which would include the Ola, which isn't burned, which isn't eaten, it's burned, um, but the Chatas and Asham, which are eaten by the Kohanim, as well as the Menachos, are also Kadshe Kalim, etc. Those Neachalim must be eaten, Lifnim Minhakloim, within the curtains of um, the, the, uh, the Mishkan, like within the Azar, within the temple courtyard, I'll call it, that's set off by Kilan. In the case of Shiloh, essentially there were um, indeed, indeed like uh, curtains, but there was more like walls that surrounded the Azara, the temple courtyard in Yerushalayim. Whatever the case is, the point is those mechitzas which set off the Azara, those are the exact dimensions are the same, both in Shiloh and Yerushalayim, and within there, that's where one, a Kohen may eat and must eat all the kachi kachim. Kedusha Shiloh. One of the differences is, when it came to the Kedusha of Shiloh, which, as you recall from the previous Mishnah, meant that while established and the Aaron was there, so there was no permission to set up a private Bama, Bama Katana. But when Shiloh ended, um, for those next 57 years of Givananov, once again, Bama's Katanas were permitted. So it was like a temporary restriction, but not a permanent restriction on setting up Bama's Katanos, whereas in Yerushalayim, uh, even though Yerushalayim, the base of Mikdash um, was destroyed not once but twice, um, after really the first base of Mikdash, um, there was never again any permissibility to set up private Bamos. It was either in the Mizbech of the base of Mikdash or not at all, and that's what the Mishnah says. Kedusha Shilo Yesh Achre Heter, the sancti that was vested in Shilo, which restricted Bamos outside of Shiloh, um, Yesh Achre Heter, 
once again, after Shila was no longer, there was once again a permissibility of setting up those bamos. However, the Kedusha that was vested with Yishalayim um, has a permanence such that there's no permissibility after the destruction of Yishalayim's base of Mikdash to once again um, ever set up Bamos Katanos. Like, they can never be done ever again. And with that, we finish the first parak of Masech's Megillah and those 39 Bains. And now we turn to the second parak where we will discuss once again the main topic, Hilchos Kriyasa Megillah, the reading of the Megillah.